In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. You know, guys, it's easy to say that you're the protector in your family. It's easy to say that you're the provider in your family. It's easy to say that you're prepared for anything that may come to hinder or to obstruct your family. But are you? Do you have a list of lists, a list of lists that will help you be prepared for when disaster comes? Today, I want to talk to you about part two of my list of lists. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Guys, this episode is sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post. You know, I am a big fan of dark roasted coffee. And so Juniper Mountain Trading Post at this point only makes three types of coffee. And the Trail Boss is their dark roast. It's named and dedicated to George Duffield, a legendary trail boss who once said that during a snowstorm, his men were saddled for 60 hours and all they had was bread and coffee. And they got through that storm thanks to that bold coffee. And that's what this roast is. I love dark roast, but many times a dark roast has a burnt flavor to that to it. Not Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee. Their coffee is smooth and bold. I love it. If you want to grab some for yourself, go to junipermountaintradingpost.com. And when, you go, when you're in the checkout line, if you just type the word arena in the checkout box, you'll get 10% on your purchase. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena Podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your guide and host of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men, leading you to your best version in that stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to today's show. Hey, guys, as you know, uh, we are collecting 365 hero stories this year. What we didn't tell you is you don't have to type them in. You don't have to email them. You can actually send us an audio hero story. Uh, We have one today. You can either go to podcast.meninthearena.org or you can record a podcast of one of our social media apps and shoot it to us that way. This is Hero story number 93, it comes via audio recording on Instagram from Ivan. We're going to play that for you right now. Food, your advice is top tier, phenomenal, really. Your perspective on things is substantial. We need more men like you. I'm trying to have these thinking patterns alike and... 
This is gold. Thank you for existing. Man, that is powerful stuff. Thanks, Ivan. Hey, Ivan, if you hit us up with your physical address, we want to send you some swag your way to say thank you. Hey, guys, I want to jump into the meat of the podcast today. Uh, Last week, we talked about five of my nine Bs that are on my list of lists. So my, my list of lists, in case of a disaster, are nine words that start with the letter B. Last week we talked about having, uh, we talked about the word beans, which is having a deep larder or a place to store all of your food sources and ways to capture food. Uh, The number two category is bed, which is all things related to your retreat or where you would stay and where you would live, your domicile. The third B is bullets, which has to do with everything related to security and food gathering, food killing, fishing, uh, birds, small games, big game. And then the fourth category is what I call band-aids, which is everything hygiene and medical related. The fifth category is your body slash your brain. And one of the things I didn't talk about last week is I want to talk about this week are what are a couple of things under body and brain that you could use to encourage you and to give you a perspective of what a preparedness situation might look like. So I know a lot of you guys uh, don't read per se, but you maybe watch Netflix or watch a movie. So I got a couple movies that you might want to look into. It really is almost a Christian movie. If you if you follow it to the end is the book of Eli. Man, that is a with Denzel Washington. What a great book. Uh, to give you an understanding of what an apocalyptic situation might actually look like. Another one is The Road, which is a a great movie also. It's very dark uh, and gloom, but it gives you a real perspective of what uh, a grid-down type of situation might look like. A couple books I really enjoy. I I love the book One Second After by William Forston. It talks about uh, an EMP strike in America and what that would look like uh, to our world. Another great book is by James Kunstler called World Made by Hand. I also love uh, anything James Wesley Rawls puts out. Uh, he wrote a fiction book called, well, these are fiction, obviously, a book called The Patriots, which is a, a fun, easy read. He also wrote a book called How to Survive Teotihuacan, which stands for The End of the World as You Know It. And in that book, he basically, that book is about a list of lists that you can create for a situation like this. I think those are great. Also, uh, Holly Drennan Deo wrote a book called Dare to Prepare. She wrote several, actually, and those are exhaustive books are like textbooks. So uh, there's a lot of other resources out there, but those are some of my favorites and the ones I've actually worked through. So I want to go today, I want to talk about the nine Bs, but I want to focus on six, seven, eight, and nine. So number six was not a category I had until this year, but the more I researched my list of lists, the more I needed, I realized I needed the sixth category. And this is simply batteries. Batteries, which includes solar charging of batteries. It includes every kind of battery uh, I can use. I've actually switched over from purchasing batteries in store uh, to purchasing only rechargeable batteries. And then those batteries can be charged by a solar powered panel and you can get those. They're all over the place and they're actually fairly inexpensive. 
Uh, also, uh, generators, which I have zero generators. That is on my two purchase list someday. But uh, three fuel generators, you know, anything to generate power uh, to your home or to whatever. Uh, and also, you got to think about batteries. You got to think car batteries. You got to think batteries for everything that you have from your cars down to your phones. And the last thing would be fuel. So, how are you going to fuel your equipment? So, those are things that would fall under what I would call the battery. Uh, category. The seventh B is what I call barter. So we have to think about this in a situation where we have a grid down or a supply chain breach for three years, let's say, we have to think what will be valuable to obtain during that season. Now, all of you know from recent experience that toilet paper is a big barter issue, right? That'd be a big barter one. Another thing that I am collecting personally is one pound one pound jars or uh, containers of Morton's iodized salt. Another thing that I gather is I gather uh, magazines to some of the weapons I own to have more magazines than I need so that I could barter those someday down the road. Along that same line would be ammunition, 556. Ammunition that is highly used by others out there that is highly accessible. 22 ammunition, shotgun shells, that type of thing. Also, I'm not a smoker. I only smoke when I'm on fire. But cigarettes is one, uh, would be collecting cigarettes, cigars, things like that to barter. Uh, cigarette lighters would be, are critical. Um, distilled alcohol uh, can be used not only for pleasure, but also for medication. Uh, I actually fixed a, uh, I fixed our fish pond with uh, old brandy that I, I somehow found and I hate it. I don't drink it. And I used it to get the rubber prepared to fix a patch in a pond. So you can use alcohol for many, many things. Uh, So those are some of the things I use for barter, but you have to think barter. I personally, and I know this goes against what a lot of people think, I personally think gold and silver are poor choices for bartering. I don't think people are going to want to be trading in money. I think that money sources will be things that are utilitarian, that actually carry intrinsic value. And I don't think in a grid down situation, gold or silver really does. So uh, that's that's my perspective. Uh, the eighth category is what I call business WTHTF. So you can figure out what those initials stand for. Basically, it stands for when the Schumer hits the fan. So, you know, if we're in a three year situation where, you know, we're in a grid down situation and you can't go to your software company, uh, you can't go pump gas, you can't work in a restaurant, you can't you do anything with electricity, you've got to figure out what can I do to add value. And so for me, I'm going, hey, man, I could pastor a church. You know, uh, I can sharpen knives. There's so, super a lot of ways out there to sharpen things that you don't require that doesn't require electricity. Maybe you can, uh, uh, you know, have a canning business or a candle making business or a soap making business. Uh, maybe you can uh, have a reloading business or how about selling seasonings? Uh, maybe you could. Um, there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, you know, post hole digging. There's a lot of things that you can do. Trench digging. What are the things that you can do? Uh, carpentry, obviously. What are the things that you can do in a situation where you're in a grid down situation and everything's instantly reverted back to 1900? So what skills can you bring to the table? Obviously, uh, if you're in the medical industry, uh, dental industry, these are massive needs in, in the world. So what are the things that you can bring to the table that would help the community in which you're living? So the last thing, category nine, uh, the ca- ninth B is what I call bad 
bad. Bad is an acrostic I made up for better at it or die. So these are things that if not acquired, these are miscellaneous things that if not acquired, it could make your life miserable uh, or it could make your life end. So these are things that I want to have on my list. So I have a personal list here. And on my personal list, I have reading glasses, blood pressure medications, aspirin, multivitamins, shaving razors, things like this. Uh, also there's transportation. So, uh, what will your transportation be? Bikes, quads. Uh, if you have an EMP strike, having a rig that can run, that is made, let's say pre 1980 type of thing, uh, that's on plugs and points and not fuel injection. Uh, but it has, um, a, a carburetor instead. So I'm not a car guy, but these are some things I've learned and I've, you know, how about fuel storage, which I also, I think categorized under batteries and then miscellaneous. I have a, a, a friend who almost lost her house in a recent storm because they didn't, you know, they needed sandbags. So do you have sandbags? Those can be used for many, many things. Uh, bolt cutters, which is also known as the world's, uh, universal, a key, uh, you know, uh, a bolt cutter is a universal key. So bolt cutters, three fuel generator, electrical adapters for all your phones, computer, and anything with one ten. wood stoves, uh, lime for your outhouses for burying dead things. Uh, how about a blacksmith's forge, a trade, a treadle sewing machine, welding materials, heavy duty shelving, hand water pump from, you know, you could pump water, uh, UV water treatment, uh, for ponds and different things like this solar refrigerator. Uh, that's a personal thing for something for someone who has a medical issue that we would have to have, uh, refrigerated uh, things for. So what are the things that if you don't have, it would really make life tough. So I call that my bad list, be added or die. So anyway, those are my nine B's guys. Uh, and that's my actual list of lists. It's an actual list that I have, and I actually have it categoried. Black means I've already got everything I need from that category. Uh, red is something that I, I have not even started collecting yet. Blue are things that I've accumulated, but I need more of. So beans, bed, bullets, band-aids body slash brain, batteries, barter, or business, and bad if you don't have them. So guys, I hope this episode has helped you. We have one more left in our series on daring to prepare. And make sure, guys, that you are doing more than just uh, listening to this podcast. If you have not subscribed yet, please, please, please subscribe. You help us climb the charts when we do when you do that, and it helps us reach more men and families because we know when a man gets it, everyone wins. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.